Well, 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 what's good, all the people out there? Thank you all for tuning in to Man to Man, where we create a conversation between the modern day dating world, couch conversations, a little bit of basketball. This is edition number 77. This is your co host, Andy Elliott. Alongside your co host, Liam, the Hoop Star. Nash. Hoop, you're looking like a beaut, man. It's always good talking to you again on this Sunday. Uh, shout out to our Dash listeners out there. We're on Dash Radio, the Nothing But Net, all things basketball channel. We're in the off season right now. We appreciate you guys rocking with us. We got a couple more months. Summer League's here. Uh, shout out to Prize Picks. They're also sponsored by the Atlanta Braves. We're sponsored by Prize Picks. Um, they're a daily over-under simplified fantasy app. Uh, download the Prize Picks in the App Store or wherever you get your apps. And uh, you can get it on the dark web. Doesn't matter where you get them. Uh, when signing up, use our promo code MAN. That's M-A-N. It's non-case sensitive. Promo code MAN. When signing up, throw 100 bucks in. They'll match up to $100. Liam and I use it all the time. Prize Picks. We've made like three grand already. You can bet on any sport it's not just basketball we've been betting on a lot of mob right now who uh prize picks go check them out use our promo code man when signing up for the app okay if you uh if you guys missed our last episode last week summer state of mind who right we talked about um first first uh spots or first date spots to avoid on a first date i don't know if that made sense uh don't go to a steakhouse pretty much on a first date right go to chipotle or something make it casual we talked about levels of friendship and then obviously a little bit of basketball. Liam and I, whenever we kind of start our shows, we have this, we have more, we, we've got gravitated more toward the angle of um, obviously talking about the modern day dating world. But I think what that really just sounds and looks like is just us talking about what we do on the weekends. Liam and I are in different States. I'm in Nashville, uh, Tennessee, and Liam's up in Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, we're waiting on you to get home, Liam. So uh, that'll be toward the end of the year, hopefully. And uh, I guess we'll just kick it off with weekend vibes or what do you do this weekend? And um, we'll kind of just take it off from there. Yeah, I would say my weekend, it was uh, not as fulfilled as your weekend was as we uh, do our little prep every week. And like we say every week, we don't talk to each other all through the weekend. It's kind of like an unset rule that we have. We don't talk to each other until our prep for the episode. But for me, it was it was really laid back, not a whole bunch of, you know, things to do this weekend for me at least um but i think this is kind of the the middle ground we have where where sports are trying to take that turn into out of summer and into like the fall and got football coming up basketball starting right after that so it's kind of like that where the summer is going to end and i we talked about last week a little bit but summer doesn't officially end until september so it's like we're still in August, but summer's still going. Trying to trying to liven it up a little bit, but sometimes you need a break. But it's all just like Little League World Series on right now. And I'll be honest, dude. Like I used to hate watching Little League World Series because it's like the most boring time of the summer when no other sports are playing right now except MLB. I'm fucking loving it. Yeah. I don't know about you, but this one kid from Tennessee, he built Buckner the fuck out of it. So this <laughs> term that I learned went straight through his legs, and they lost. Man, they get into it. So it's. That's what I've been up to, but little league world series though is always fun. I, I wish we could bet on the little, little league world Bro, series. I was looking at this. I was looking at this on prize picks and you can't do it actually. But uh, after this Tennessee game, we went to Twitter 
And one guy goes, this guy, Bill Buckner, the fuck, this kid, Bill Buckner, the fuck out of it. I just lost five grand off that game. Yeah. I'm like, holy cow. It's just, I mean, these games are being betted on for sure. Yeah. I mean, I know the off, off, I mean, I guess the off bookies, you know, you got your bookie at home off in some states are, are, you know, they, they create lines, but all the big, you know, gambling apps don't allow it, but. I mean, it could be fun. I could throw a couple of hundred on a couple of teams and be like, let's let's see where this goes. You know what I mean? Like, let's, let's get into it. And especially because there's a national team, Nolansville, um, yeah. team down there playing in it. But I mean, I, I would throw a couple hundred and be like, let's let's roll the dice. You know what I mean? Let's- yeah. So so not much is going on over in Indianapolis, man. You moving to Nashville soon, dude? Trying to, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking to get a job first. I got, I got to move with a job before I do anything out here. So. Sounds like we're saving up money while I'm spending it. (laughs) I, uh, my car is in the shop. I don't know if I mentioned this probably also, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. My voice is so hoarse right now. I don't know if it's Delta Corona COVID. I got my COVID shot, but man, you guys just fucking bear with me, man. I can't even talk right now. So my car is in the shop. I think I mentioned that last episode where this kid, I we, we did talk about it where I went back to, you know, my school where I graduated out of Tennessee. This kid hit my bumper. I didn't file a police report. You live and you learn. Now I had to take it into the shop and they're like, okay, it's going to be $1,500. I get a wake up call on Wednesday and um, they're like, yeah, we took the bumper off and it's, it's still pretty much jacked up. You can come look at it, but we told it around. We're going to have to order a little bit more parts here and there. <clears throat> Wow. <laughs> Your voice is, is is toast after five minutes of talking. <laughs> yeah, let's cut that part. I'm going to get back into it. Right. Order some more parts a little bit here and there. And they're like, yeah, dude, it's going to be another uh, $900. So that's just another wake up call for me. You live and you learn, man. File the police reports. And uh, that's, a, that's a good old 2400 down the drain. So I was telling the guys who I work with that are chefs and they're just like, man, you should have just totaled the car, dude. I'm like, I don't want to fucking total the car. So now I got to pay 2400 spending it while you're saving it, man. Um, I guess I'll go into a little bit of what I did this weekend was at Zany's, this comedy club in Nashville. I went to go see Andrew Santino. A lot of people know him from the Bad Friends podcast with Bobby Lee. And then a lot of other people know him from the Hulu series Dave with Little Dicky. And so we get VIP at Zany's. It's a good time. You know, he's talking about, hey, who's from Nashville? Like, what do you guys miss most about Nashville and all this stuff? And I'm like the only one talking. I'm like, yo, me, dude. He's like, he uh, he sees me that I'm wearing. He sees that I'm wearing rings. And he's like, man, no wonder you're you're from Nashville and, and you ain't doing nothing, man. You're like wearing rings. I can't imagine myself popping out of the shower, popping off some rings on, wearing a necklace. He's like, yeah, what's your name, dude? And I was like, yo, my name's Andy, man. He's like, yeah, no wonder you're wearing rings, man. You got a girl name. And I was like, well, my real name's Andrew. So that was funny. I was a part of the show a little bit. Um, he had a little Q&A at the end of it. And I was like, yo, dude. And he was like, Andy, I gave you half the show, man. What do you want? I was like, will you come on our podcast? We're like, we're on Dash Radio in LA, dude. He's like, you live in LA? And I was like, nope. And he was like, what would you say if you were in my shoes up here on a, on a comedian stand-up tour right now, Andy? And I was like, hey. I thought I'd shoot my shot. And he was like, I appreciate you shooting the shot. Then after that, we proceeded, me and the boys proceeded to go do a, play some pool. And we hit like a ton of white, uh, white tee shots. Have you ever tried those? White tee shots? Yeah, white tee shots. I don't know. Not not green tee, but white tee. 
What's I don't even know what I think it's vodka with orange snaps and something else. A lot of sugar in it. Well, it fucked you up or what? What's good with it? Yeah, it didn't feel good. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> didn't feel good after that. So yeah, that maybe that's why my voice is so hoarse. And then just throughout the rest of the weekend, man, I don't know. It's uh, you know, weird times right now. So just stay uh stay protected. I think we might go back to mass mandates here um very very shortly. So you guys go get vaccinated out there. But it was cool seeing uh, Andrew Santino kind of shoot the shit and, and uh, you know, talk his shit, man. He's a funny-ass dude. And the guys even before him were just making hilarious jokes. One guy was like, isn't horny being weird? Like, you want somebody to spit on you when you're horny, but then when you're not horny, you're like, nah, I don't want you to spit on me. Okay. See, this is, I'm glad you brought this up because this has been kind of a, a subject I wanted to bring up, and I don't know how to bring this up to you. Like directly because yeah. it's it's a weird subject, but yeah, yeah, I guess we can we phrase it like this: What are like the standards of like good like in the bedroom? I'm talking about what are the standards? Is anything goes in the bedroom, or is it just like depending on who we, how the relationship with that person is? Because like oh, I feel yeah. like some people will be doing some crazy things out there. What's the standard of like? Can you can you tell a girl like? Hey, I want to spit on you. And yeah, like, what's think, the, what's the good? I think spitting is. See, I I never got into <laughs> uh, I never got into that. And obviously, it's like who you're with, whether it's like your your girlfriend or boyfriend of however many you know seconds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, because I, I mean, are, we've both been in in long. Have you ever spit on somebody, bro? Real no. shit. No, not even no, not even in a sexual man. I don't think I've spit on anybody either. Have you ever spit on somebody though? Because I'd be fucked up. Like with no, no, I've never spit on it. Especially, I mean, and we're talking sexually. I haven't spit on anybody sexually either. I got you. <laughs> but I, I was gonna say, like, we've both been in in longer relationships, and I would say I would still say I'm not like a a crazy I'm, yeah like kinky I'm not a spitter. Type. Where did spitting come from? You know, that was like a, that's like a 2021 thing. Some, someone just said they started spitting on somebody and then someone else was like, thank God my kink is like acceptable now. Some people get off on that, man. Just, just you know, you got that the whole, you know, send, send me a picture of your foot. All right. So I'll, I'll, I'll call out one of my friends right now. I'm not going to say her name, but you know, she had nice feet apparently to a lot of, a lot of men out there, a lot of, a lot of yeah. disgusting, gross men. Right. And uh, she's just telling me like every single weekend, there was this one time where she was like, this guy will send me a grand right now. If I put my foot in a bowl of lucky charms, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking do it. And I said, fuck yeah, right. let me do it. Let me do it actually. Okay, hold up. I just don't get, it. I don't get all that kink stuff, man. Uh, as far as just answering the question though, nah, I ain't spitting on nobody, man. I was gonna say, well, oh, then what, what? What's your your kink level? If you would have to put it on the scale one to ten, which I'm not gonna ask you what you're doing, because that's you know that's your thing. Yeah, that's, but like yeah. on a kink level, what's your your kink level going at? Kink level, man. I feel like I'm not even that. You think I'm a kinky dude? There's I'm not saying. That. I was just wondering, like, what would you put your kink level at as in terms of? Uh, I'd probably say like a five. I mean, I'm a, I'm I'm 25, man. The hormones are you know they're up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. They're uh, I, I ain't know about spitting on somebody. Like I don't have a kink or anything. Um, like you, you, you like. I mean, obviously, like the big one that comes ahead. Like you tying, you tying girls up or anything like that. Come on now. Yeah, tying that, girls like, up. Yeah, that's that's nah. That's not me. I don't even know how to tie my own shoes, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I I just be slip. That's why I buy slip ons. 
you know, I don't see. I'm, I don't got game. We talk about modern day dating world. I don't got no game around here. I can't even make it to first, second base. You know what I'm saying? I'm I think this brings out. up. I think this brings up the another good question. Not even yeah. a question, just a, a a subject of. Did you hear about the OnlyFans? They're gonna stop. Uh, uh, I did. I did. Yes. I guess what is sexual videos. Uh, so you, you basically pornographic videos of like you if you post in those. It's it's no longer yeah in so, October or something. Yeah, little. Actually, I was reading about this yesterday, dude. Uh, I'm glad you brought this up because now all the nurses have to go back to work. Well, you hear stories. Not even. That's kind of funny. That's funny. That's funny, but at the same time, like some people have quit their jobs because they make, you yeah. know, upwards of a million dollars on here posting that type of content. And what do you do now? Go back to your old job and be like, oh, sorry. I need my job back because OnlyFans, you know, they shut me off. So simple nudity will still be allowed. Right. You pictures, just yeah. I, I think pictures and all that, it's just the 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 video portion of OnlyFans. I think you can do videos, but you just can't. You can't have sex with someone else or or maybe yourself. I don't know, dude. I, I remember I got an OnlyFans. I signed up for it once <laughs> to see like one of my friends on it from college. This was... And this was in COVID, you know. I was down bad for real. <laughs> nobody judging you. Don't don't if anybody judging you out there, you know, hold back for a second. Yeah, hold up now. Yeah, you know. I was trying to say hello. And uh I'm all about the only, support- was the only way I could say hello, man. I'm all and, about supporting your friends on, you know, capture their dreams. Yeah, it's that's a brand, a <laughs> dude. It's a brand. Relax, guys. Relax. I got rid of it after the free trial, which is like 18 hours. Uh, and then I charged my card like $700. I was like, nah, nah. I had to go back and look at that real quick and said, how many drinks did I really have last night? Um, <laughs> and that's funny. No, but yeah, yeah. So I'm reading a stat right here. OnlyFans, a website with 130 million users and more than 2 million content creators. Don't you dare call them content creators. That, that's an dare. art. That's an art. Are we doing it? I think you have to. They are. Yeah. Let me, if, let, me if, uh, let me retract my statement because I was... I was just supporting the brand and now I tried to say that I wasn't supporting it. So I support it. It's content creation. Yeah. They're, they're professional content creators. They're making you know, money. Bad Baby made like a million in six hours. But I think fucking Tyga was on OnlyFans too. Like oh, there was man. there was definitely dudes on OnlyFans like trying to say hello. Hey, to each their own, man. They're, you got to get it how it is. You know, if I, if I felt comfortable enough that I could started OnlyFans and I knew people. What would you would, do on OnlyFans? Like how how comfortable would you actually be on OnlyFans? I mean, in, I, if you if you told me right now that I could make a million dollars a month. Like you throwing out a dick video? Real I'll, shit. I'll, 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 and it's no, no face. You can't really identify me, but they, 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 you yeah, know, I mean, some it's people your profile and everything. You can, you can, you don't have to show your face on your profile. It could be just a, a fucking teddy bear or some shit. Yeah, and and I'm making money off of doing that. I I could I could see myself just throwing up some pictures or something. If that's if if yeah. I knew the on the other end, I'm I'm making dough with it. Let's do it. I'll tell you what, man. This is kind of off subject right here, but uh, I tried a bidet for the first time. Yeah, uh, and I know I talk about it, man. I make these weird jokes. I, I'm well, this one particular joke that I kind of make um, when we're talking about like shitting. I'm like, oh, you're gonna make the you're gonna meet the bidet later. Like, that's a good joke when you're talking about, oh, you're gonna go take a shit later, especially when you're talking to like the opposite gender too. Like, I'm not gonna be like, yo, you're gonna go take a shit. Like, have you ever shit before at my house? 
by the way, yeah. that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> when do you feel comfortable taking a shit at somebody else's house that you're talking to? Let's answer that real quick. As in a, a female? Yeah. Um, or a male, dude, because like I, I'm straight up like I've held in some fucking real farts, man. I'm be honest with you. If I got to go, I got to go. And I'm a, you know, I'm be like, I won't say anything, but they, you know, I get a look, one look and be like, yeah, damn. You yeah, just, I mean, you I'm like, I, bro, it. I just you go it up. I you got to go it. in and be like, I mean, a five minute thing. You know what I'm saying? I need to take my time. See, I'm, I'm in the bidet. <laughs> if I had a bidet, I, you know, I spend as much time as I could in there. All right. So anyways, here's the story with the bidet. Um, for me, though, this, it's like, give me like a month or two and then I'm going to start ripping some real ass, man. Um, but again, with the bidet, so my boys and I were going to, uh, I guess this was before going to Zany's. And, uh, you know, I was taking a piss. I was like, what the hell is this? It's a bidet, man. They're fucking, their dad got the boys the bidet, man. It's like a frat house. You know, these guys are in a band. I said, I'm going to go try it, man. I don't even got a shit. I'm going to try it, though. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I sit down and it goes like up and down diagonally like that's how it works like there's a little switch on the right side and then there's like a little tube that shoots the water and it goes up and down diagonally inside the toilet bowl one goes down to squirt water and clean the toilet bowl obviously the other goes up in your anus so there's levels of uh the pressure so knowing me first time bidet user man i crank this thing actually whoa shit you know what i'm saying oh god hold up now it felt good to you or what was good? I had to turn it down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I had yeah. to turn down the pressure a little bit. And um, and then I turned it back up all the way. Yeah. Well, see, this is the thing. For you and all the other people, they're probably thinking, why the fuck are these guys talking about bidets? But this is a, a real take that I got to get out there because I've been saying this for a minute yeah. since the bidet came out. Normalized bidets? Yeah. yeah. Well, normalize them, but... You think about this. We wash our hands with water. We take showers with water. You know, we swim in water. Why are you not washing your, washing your ass with, with water? See, that's what I don't understand. Because I'm on the wipes, too. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, yeah. I'm not straight toilet, toilet paper dry. You know right. what I'm saying? So, like, that's the only time we use non-water to clean ourselves, you know? Normalize it, man. It's got to be an American thing. <laughs> But yeah, anyways, yeah, I mean, great experience. And I, I tell you what, man, I had to, I walked back out and I said, guys, I don't know if I can look at you for the next five minutes. Let me, uh, let me take my time here. You know, I had to reevaluate myself. Obviously I'm kidding, but, um, you know, everyone should try it, man. I feel like more than 50% of people have never tried a bidet before that's listening to this, man. I know you Californians got bidets out there. I know you yeah. dash radio listeners got bidets, man. Anyways. Mm. Um, but days, okay, zanies. What else we got? Well, I there's a you that because I just love the transition, but you got the <laughs> topics over there. I mean, I know there's a couple other things that we could talk about, but I think another thing that is kind of hitting the the wave, especially during this summer, is is girls going out, showing off themselves, trying to look pretty, getting all dressed up. The whole, the whole like. I guess pick me girl, as you would say, uh, kind of like artistry in terms of like producing. That's what they look yeah, like. Like it's that, just you know, hot I mean? girl summer still. Right, and that's I'm trying to make it a little more sound pleasing than hot girl summer. But like, right, right, there are girls out there that are looking 
you know, for other people to like kind of give them some, some confidence and be like, damn, you look good or whatever. Right. Right. Based on, but how do you not become a pygmy girl? If you're a single lady out there, which can be self-confidence too. Going back, I think when we were talking to Jolie Live about this, um, shout out Jolie Live, by the way. Y'all go check out that episode. We were talking about toxic relationships, hookups, red flags. And I think one of the red flags that we talked about was maybe a pick me girl. And I get the whole self-confidence thing. Hot girl summer. Everyone's been inside, right, for a year. And girls just want to look good. You know, I don't know if they're looking good for other people out there. If you want to look good for yourself, I know that's where it starts for me, at least when I go out and uh, I want to look good just for myself to make sure I'm looking good for the for the general public's eye. As far as a pick me girl goes, um, that I think that's a red flag for me. And I'll kind of describe like what my I don't know typical pick me girl is. It's a girl that's you know obviously Instagram followers, right? So if you got if you got over, I'm just gonna call it out. If you got over 10k Instagram followers. I don't know if you're a model or what, but you have a lot of attention on you. So if there's a lot of girls like that in Nashville that, uh, you know, go out to these bars and they're looking good, obviously they're showing, you know, what's going on. And I think just a pick me girl for me, is just has that face, has that attitude and just has guys around her. And just uh, it's fine to explore like options at the bar. We're all trying to do it right. But to lead people on, I've seen it where guys are buying girls drinks. I had a friend that was, uh, talking to a girl for about six weeks. And then at that, that next night, she's going home with another dude because he might have more cash. I think that's a pick me girl. I think it's more LA. You dash listeners. I keep calling you guys out, man. You know, you got a lot of those out there in Cali. Uh, we got it here in Nashville too, but I think that's just a pick me girl is just, uh, just loves the attention. Um, and, and, and really just kind of uses guys. Yeah. I, the only thing is what, and, this is coming from somebody that just hates social media in general. And if you know me, you know, I'm not the biggest social media person. And I think that's almost takes away from you having a good time when you go out is if you have to show everybody else that you're having a good time, you're probably right. not having a great time, you know? And, and I'm not saying you're not having a good time, but you're probably not having it. If you think you have to show other people, like I've had really good. Why don't, you, why don't you like that? Like, are you talking about a girl that's going out, showing herself, having a good time, like social media? Why don't you like that? Why is that? Why it's does that like, frustrate you? I'm just saying for me, at least it's like, cause I'm on following. I don't need to see that to know that you're having a good time because that doesn't mean anything for me. Like, okay, you, you had, you went out, you had some drinks, I'm I'm doing the same thing and I'm not posting all those social media and I bet I'm having a good time every single time. Like I'm, I'm getting rowdy. I'm having a good time every time I go out, you know, and there's no need to show other people that because that's almost sadder because sometimes they, you know, get the one picture, the two pictures, but the rest of the time they're out, they're sitting at a table, not talking and, and just, Oh, we got our picture and everybody will see that we went out and had a good time. But, the other 50% of the time you're sitting at a table, not saying a word and, and, or something, you know, I think there's just a day and age, man. I mean, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm on my phone every single day. I check my phone every single time when I wake up, uh, when I'm out and like going back to like, if I look good, I want to look good. I'm going out with friends. Like I don't mind grabbing a picture. And right. I think there's a difference kind of what you're saying is what I'm seeing too, is just 
people that are going out, they know they look good, but it's like after the third or fourth like selfie, you know, it's like, okay, like is the alcohol is talking probably, but it's just, I don't know. Pick me girls, man. You gotta. Like I, I have, uh, at least from my perspective, I have no problem getting the picture with the boys and being like, guys not out. We, we, you know, or like even on a, a an actual post on Instagram, like had the boys over this weekend or whatever and, and had one final push. But if I go through a story at the end of the night and it's, you know, pregame here, then bar here, got the drinks, then it's look like at guys the girls. like that, though. That's the thing, though. I don't you know what I'm saying. I don't know. But you know, like- that's true, though. You know what I'm saying? That's why they do it. It all falls under insecurities. And we all have these insecurities. But that's why. And not not women either. I know we're talking about pick me girls, but also just like pick me guys, too. You know, it's right. uh, yeah, it's just because people like seeing that people like looking at attractive people online. Uh, but for me, um, I used to I used to go through that phase, but it, it doesn't. We're talking about social media and it just doesn't really benefit like what I'm doing. I think a lot of a lot of times, especially right now, is like when you're looking at people going out on social media and everything else. How does it help you benefit from like what you're trying to do with your own self? I'm the same way. I love social media and I, as much as I, I would love to hate it, but uh, I'm just always around it. Um, what about, I'll tell you what the worst people are though. Just like literally taking a video of the concert that they're at. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's like 20 Snapchats, bro. Please don't do that. I don't want to watch the concert. I'm good with one. Show me that you're good there. With one. Yeah. Show and me you that you went there. And then other than that, I can't, first of all, I can't hear no songs that being played because that bitch is getting bumped. Yeah. And half the time it's not even of you. It's just of the stage of like going crazy. Like I, right, cool. if you want to make a vlog of it, like, which is what one of my friends did. Like, I like looking at the vlog of L- Lollapalooza, like when you were there, like different shows. But right. yeah. Anyways. Um, okay. Listen, man. Um, last week we talked about levels of friendships and I think this was a great conversation between Liam and I, um, and the four levels of friendships were obviously uh, an acquaintance, someone you see at a bar, someone you just see in a random situation that you probably wouldn't talk to them in a, in a different situation. You have a peer friend, you have a close friend, you have a best friend. <clears throat> Something, uh, there was a situation that came across me this weekend um, that I think is, uh, that falls under a, a toxic friendship. Um, and I don't want to, without giving too much information out, um, there's someone who is associated with the same person that I'm associated with. And they're just trying to make amends with this person who is specifically a female. Um, and I guess they found out that, you know, I'm friends with this person as well. Um, and it's just to the point where it's like, if we talked about it last week, if some people go in and out of relationships and friendships all the time, but if you want, if you're trying to amend a relationship with someone by constantly sending them text messages over and over and over. And then some of the text messages are like, Hey, what are you doing? Why aren't you talking to me? Um, especially after the fact that you tried maybe hooking up with this person, this person felt uncomfortable. Um, it falls under a toxic relationship. And then it, it, I was just in a, a sticky situation um, where I almost felt like I was included because this person was, you know, continue to try to text me and everything. And I just was taking more of a side of this female because she felt uncomfortable with it. Um, so that, and then I, I, I've confronted my friend about this and um, you know, he's you know, called me a pussy for, you know, picking this person's side. And uh, 
you know, threatening me and cursing me out. And, and, and it's almost to the point where he's, you know, he's calling me a simp and everything. It's like, it's not even to the point where I'm just taking this chick's side. It's like, you're just not a good friend. And yeah. I, I didn't know really how to, I didn't want to say it in such a negative connotation, but uh, yeah, it's just toxic friendships, man. Who wants to be around somebody that is trying to make amends with someone, specifically a female, uh, that you had a past that may have been uncomfortable to one one party or another. And then um, I, I don't know where I'm going with this, but it's a toxic relationship and it's a toxic friendship. And to the point where it's I, I don't want to be around that either. Yeah. I think another big thing about that is just social cues in general. Like you said, if somebody's texting somebody repeatedly two, three, four times in a row and you're not getting a response, you got to pick up on that social cue and say, you know, probably there's a reason why he or she's not texting me back. And if you're really close with that person, or at least you think you're really close with that person, maybe shoot them a, you know, shoot them a text, say, call me when you get a chance or like, you know, and if you don't get a call back, then, hey, that's that's your hint right there of like, hey, she or he doesn't want to talk to me. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. I think that's another big thing a lot of people don't understand in terms of like friendships. A, it's hard to keep up with a lot of like communication between all your friends. And that's where those like levels of friendships come in. But at the same time, it's like if I don't talk to you or, you you know, I'm not returning your text or something. There's probably a reason for that at some point of like, A, something serious is going on in my life or like, B, I actually just don't fuck with you. Stop texting me, you know? And maybe that's what somebody needs to do in that situation. It was just like, if that continues and you feel uncomfortable, maybe reach out to them back and instead of just not replying, just say, like, stop. Like, this is not okay. Like, I'm, I feel, like, violated almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know, man. I feel like a lot of guys are like that. Uh, I, I mean, I know it both goes, it both goes both ways, but uh, it's almost like I know multiple people that have done that, you know, including myself too. You know, like I've, I've texted somebody maybe way too many times, whether it was in college um, or I've known people that do that. And I still know people that do that. And I've learned, you live and you learn from that whether it's guy or girl, whether you want to keep friends with your boy or whether you're just trying to get a girl that, that just doesn't want to be with you or like literally be friends with you. It's fine. Take the social cue, but don't abuse it because once you abuse it, then that turns into, I, I don't want to get religious, but you just kind of letting Satan take over temptation and you're just doing what you're doing. And uh, it, it doesn't benefit both parties at all. So I think we talked about friendships and there's definitely um, a line where you where you look at a, a friendship, whether I don't care how long you've known this person or not, whether you've known him for a couple of months or four or five years, there's always going to be arguments, healthy arguments between you and your boy or you and a, and, and a female, or uh, it just turns into there's a level of where you step over that line and it turns into a toxic relationship. So that's pretty much the experience that I felt this weekend. Whereas like someone was upset that I was friends with somebody else. And uh, I don't know, I'm not fucking with it. So right. I think another like, thing kind of to, to wrap it up is I don't think if, if the guy in this situation, guy is trying to make men's with the girl that he like, you know, maybe a, you know had a relationship or were, was friends. He shouldn't be bringing you into this, you know, just because you're friends with this girl. That's another like almost social cue of like, why am I just because I'm friends with this girl doesn't mean that I have anything to do with 
your relationship with that, you know, that girl. Like you, you did something to make her feel uncomfortable, and or you, your relationship ended or whatever. I have I like, it's it's a. I mean, I have nothing to do with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's of, weird. But <clears throat> recognize out there, man. Take social cues, guys. They're uh, they're very evident. Okay, cool. Um, shout out to Dash Radio. We're on there, nothing but net. All things basketball channel. Um, shout out to uh, Prize Picks. You guys go check it out. Download Prize Picks in the App Store uh, when signing up for the app. Use our promo code MAN. That's M A N M A N non case sensitive. Liam and I are making grands off here. Psych. We're trying to though. Um, they'll deposit up if you uh, deposit up to hundred dollars. They'll match that one hundo. Okay, yeah. Liam, my uh, my voice is getting there, man. We do we have anything else on just hanging out, like us being boys? You yeah, know, being I friends? think there's a there's a couple more. Well, I guess there's one big one that I want to bring up, and then we'll we'll get into some of this basketball talk. Um, I guess the the next big topic I I, I had over this weekend was I'm 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 helping I'm helping my mom. She's trying to you know um, find out a. a something to eat for dinner right and mm. you are doing something in terms of asking questions of like what do you want to dinner do you want me to make something you want me to go out and get something but what what would be i guess in terms of you because i had a hard you know it's hard to ask somebody that for them to give you an answer right away um it's like what's your what do you want you know even with girlfriends and stuff they're like don't I don't want to I don't want to pick this. You don't right. I don't do you care. Go you just, that? I don't care. Just just go. Just pick somewhere. I mean yeah, that yeah. shit happens all the time. But what's your go to maybe meal, uh, favorite meal, maybe favorite restaurant type of type of beat? What 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 if you got asked that question if you only had to maybe eat that? I guess maybe restaurant or right. that type of food for the rest of your life. What would what would your be like go to meal or, or restaurant be? It's a great question. Someone asked me what restaurant I would marry, and I don't know what type of food that is. I'll tell you what, man. I try to stay as healthy as possible. Um, I love, like, a good salad, but I was also at this guy. Right I was also at a, a poke bowl place, and I've never had poke bowl. Mm. And so I was almost – and I didn't get it either. I was scared to get a poke bowl. But I feel like if I tried a poke bowl – then that would be the go-to for me that I would just be content with for the rest of my life because I love, is it Thai food and Asian yeah. food? Yeah. It's like, those a, are different, but like Thai like food, a, Asian food, like is for sure. Like my go-to. Yeah. It's almost like a, like a sushi in, in, in non like rap bowl. Form. Yeah. Basically raw fish. Have you ever had a poke bowl? Yeah. Oh yeah. Raw fish, some vegetables. You got some, um, kimchi in there sometimes. You got a whole bunch of nice. You know. I'd be a, I'd be okay with just making like some fresh salmon and some veggies though. Yeah. You know, I'm I know a lot of people get asked this question. They're like, oh, I'll probably do Italian, but you can't have everything Italian. I feel like you got to pick something out of Italian. Right. Like for me, I'm picking Asian food, and I'm picking uh some poke bowl because I feel like I'd love poke bowl. <laughs> so I never so had it, but I feel like there's that's something that I'm missing out on. So I took this in, in two different directions. I, I did like my restaurant. Like I was like thinking restaurant. My like restaurants would probably be like a Chick-fil-A or like a, a sub place, Subway or something. Yeah, you but love like, Subway, dude. But in terms of like actual like type of meal or like food, I mean, 
if you know me, I'm I'll eat chicken for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll yeah. grill up some chicken. You ever go vegetarian? No, not me. I couldn't do it. I mean, I like vegetables. Like chicken and vegetables is probably what I eat four times out of the week. But it's like I got to have my protein. I can't just not have like red meat, chicken, fish, and stuff like that. So okay. Vegetarian is off the table for me. I don't know about yourself, but no, nah, I couldn't go vegetarian. I can maybe go vegan. I don't know if I could go keto though. You don't even know what keto is, man. You talking about? I don't know if I could go keto, but what? Tell me what keto Keto's is. Without, yeah, keto is uh, it's without any protein. <laughs> keto is actually like strictly protein. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, it's like strictly. <clears throat> it says. Uh, keto diet could cause low blood pressure, kidney stones, constipation. And, yeah, because uh, you're eating straight meat. <laughs> is that what it is? Pretty sure. I had to guess. I think it's. Uh, I know you eat meat in keto diet. It's like strictly like meats. And, Isn't and, it like organic meat though? It, it's just an overload of protein, is what it is. Like strictly protein diet, like high in, in protein. Seafood, fish, cheese, avocados, meat. Eggs. This sounds pretty good. I'd just be trying to stick to stal- salads, though. You know what I'm saying? I'd be tossing salads, dog. Uh, <laughs> you be, you be tossing salads? Yeah, then I had that bidet. <laughs> what about... uh? <clears throat> no, nah, I don't got anything. You good on that? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I guess to answer the question, I'd probably do Asian or Thai food. Yeah, I would say I, I'd definitely do Italian. I think a pasta is one of my go-tos for sure. But before we get into basketball, uh, because there's not a lot of basketball going on, I know a lot of people are, will be listening to this. Hopefully, at least our Dash listeners, you guys listen to them. You're our friends too, right? You guys have a uh, fantasy football drafts coming up, and I believe we're in the same league this year, Liam. We are. Okay, cool. <laughs> what are you thinking as far as a uh, first and second round? So I've I've got put on. So I, I usually I, I stay away from the league, right? Yeah, and I stayed away from fantasy football the last couple of years because I I mean I just didn't like it. Um, I played in in college a little bit, but I think the the go to is you have to go running back first. Running back. If you got a running back first round, you go on running back. If there's a good you know, 20 plus average maybe, or, you know, in that range of 18 to 20 point running back in the second round, you go back to back running backs. It's just what you do. Right. I don't want to give away too many secrets to you because we're in the same league, but I think that has been established as running backs are kind of the, the workhorse of, in terms of if you have a good running back. It depends on where you're at. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, I think draft order. Cause if you're, I mean, if you're last and then you go first in the second round, it's almost like you could take because all the running backs, like top five running backs, are going to be off the board. Right. I mean, so you might have to go like, like, I mean, still a starter running back, but then you might have to go, you know, a wide receiver. I tell you what, I've never had a great tight end in any of my fantasy leagues, and I've been researching on when or if I should take Travis Kelsey or George Kittle in the first round. See, I think that's another thing of like your your tight end is kind of your plug and play guy. I think you go, I think, see, I hate doing this because I'm giving away a little bit of, a little bit of this, but 
because I know other people in the league listen to this podcast, so I don't want to like give away everything. But mm-hmm. I would say I would go running back, wide receiver, running back, wide receiver, then your quarterback, fifth round. If you have, yes, because unless you're not, unless you're getting like it's kind of like the like the wide receiver and running back in this in a sense. If you're not getting the top one or two quarterbacks there's no reason to to grab a quarterback until the because you're going to get guys that are going to throw 300 yards i feel like you gotta draft a tight end at some point quarterback can go last round no no no. i I like my i like my quarterback in in the fifth usually give me a uh, sleeper player yeah (laughs) i'm gonna say Jameis winston is gonna put up numbers this year in terms of fantasy in a quarterback position, you can get him. You could probably get him in the last pick of the draft because nobody's going to pick him. I think he'll put up a, a solid, like, average for a quarterback. He'll be right in the middle of the pack. He won't be at the top, obviously, but I think he'll be at least top 15 in terms of points points per week for sure. Interesting. You just sleeper, get, you, I don't, yeah, just, I don't know. Sleeper for me. What were you saying? I was saying you you let you making me give away my 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 tactics here. You go. Yeah, you go. I just want I want to I want a tight end. Like I'm if TJ Hawkinson's there in the fifth round, I'm snagging him. Yeah, I mean you can get a Jonu Smith. You, I mean there's a bunch of like tight ends that put in work that won't get you. They're not going to be the top tight end, but they'll get you an average of you know eight to fifteen points a week. Okay, I think sleeper for me might be like a. I might even say like a CD lamb again this year. Yeah. Anyways, we got a trivia question. Yeah. Let's get into uh, to basketball real quick and uh, we'll wrap up this episode. All right. This week's trivia question. I got one for you. Shout out. Shout out to the talk, man. Real quick. Uh, yeah. It's shout out TikTok though. We got a uh, 1.4 million uh, views on our last second to last trivia question. Um, and then we got a, you know another big viewing of our last trivia question last week. Um, we didn't have an episode, but we recorded a trivia question because TikTok loves that. Um, Plug it yeah, in, baby. Plug the username in there. Yeah, man, the man podcast. Golly, let's let's put the boys on the map, man. What was the yeah. trivia question? What was that? Uh, one? The one. It was the uh, most missed uh, shots in NBA history. Was the big one, and then. Last week's question was shit. I don't even know. So that one was Kobe, and then the one that uh, I can't remember our last one either. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. We'll we'll, right. we'll think of it. Yeah, yeah, we we will. So this week's trivia question for you guys. Guy is is a head case. I would say if you're getting this many technical fouls, but who leads the NBA in technical fouls all time? What do we got for guesses? You got any guesses for me? Technical fouls. Obviously thinking like a Ron Artest, Malice in the Palace. I'm thinking of a, <laughs> a Ben Wallace, a Rashid Wallace. And then old school, man. I, I'm thinking of like a, I'm thinking of like an Isaiah Thomas. But my official guess for most technical fouls would be, what's his name? From the Pistons, Bill Lambeer. Yeah, <laughs> you're not going to think of a little like Draymond Green type. You yeah, some Draymond Green up there. I'd say like Luca, but he's too young. Yeah, I would even say like like uh sometimes like 
like a LeBron James esque type player that sometimes like mouths off. Like I feel like LeBron also is the type of player that's like deserves a lot more technicals than he gets. I retract my statement, my guess. Can I do that? Yeah, you can do that. Who you got? Rodman. <laughs> Dennis. Will Dennis <laughs> <Yeah>. Rodman. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> nah, that ain't correct. But uh, uh those are good guesses though. Good guesses. Good guesses out here. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get let's get into some, a little bit of basketball i guess uh let's talk about summer league we see the kings they win the summer league yeah. this is my i'm gonna tell you this real quick my my take on the summer league. wish we snagged them man wish we snagged them yeah i uh you don't even know what i'm saying i don't give a fuck about the summer <laughs> league i know i'm uh i like basketball i like the nba but uh i don't i don't care for the summer league yeah. It's good. It's like a it's it's like a college 2.0. Yeah. And they had their time to to prove it in college. <laughs> but like now it's like, yeah, I see people trying to get roster spots and then summer leagues that like like chance to do that. But yeah, I don't really care. Like I mean, it's just guys that got picked up last year too that are trying to make names for themselves too, you know. Yeah. I don't Kyle got Kyle guys on the Warriors now. You know, you just don't know. You just what about Jalen Green? Let's just talk about Jalen Green and Kate Cunningham. Like, Mac McClung signed to the Lakers pretty hype. Like, he just signed to him. There was no two-way contract there, was there? I don't think so. There wasn't. There wasn't. And Austin Reeves was so much better than him. Yeah. And he's so, on the two-way. So, who's your, who's your rookie of the year uh, for next year? Uh, Davion Mitchell. Davion Mitchell. Why, yeah. you got, why you got Davion Mitchell? You got Fucking stud. Like, coming in with a lot of confidence, <laughs> momentum. One last year, just fucking beat all the white boys there. I can't say that. <laughs> One last year with Baylor. And, uh, you know, 5-0 and with the Kings. Davion Mitchell, I think. That's a pick that I really wanted for the Pacers. And he just got that defense. I mean, he's got that tenacity. He's got NBA-built body. And uh, he's playing for the Kings, which has a, a younger roster to him. So, I think he'll get a lot of PT. Yeah. I think – I guess preview for this, my rookie year is going to be uh, Jalen Sucks. And I know that's also kind oh of a – Oh, my gosh. It's also kind of a chalk pick in terms of, like, top, you know, prospects. But Jalen Sucks goes into a magic organization that is looking for, like, a facilitator. And I think he'll just fit in. And they could – if he proves enough to, to that organization, he could become, like, the centerpiece that they build around. Because – we see in Gonzaga, he, he's making clutch shots. He's the complete player in terms of point guard, like that combo guard situation. So, you're not thinking about a Jalen Green who's just iced out in his mouth right now. <laughs> you see that? See, <laughs> I did. You see that? that? I did see that. But there's certain players in the NBA that are like just bona fide, like solid NBA players. And sometimes, and for the these, Rockets, they're fucking garbage. Yeah, some of these times these players just like you go in and you take a chance. I think Jalen Suggs is not like I'm taking a chance on Jalen Suggs. Yeah. He has a ceiling, but he also has a baseline that's so much higher than everybody else. That how about how about Michael Beasley trying to make a name <laughs> for himself again for the Blazers? You catch that? No, I, I don't know. Dame likes that man. Dame Emmanuel hey, take- Emmanuel Moutier was on that roster too. Michael Beasley. Emmanuel Moutier. And then Ken uh uh Kenan Farid. Kenan Farid. Kenan Farid, he tried out. Yeah, he's he's on the Blazers right now. He was working out for them. Uh what about Isaiah Thomas, man? 
Give them, hey, you see the, you see Savio talking about they, they gave up on me. Hey, some team around the league, they got to give him my man. Even if he's riding the bench for 40 minutes, give him yeah. a contract because he's better than half the guys that are Pulling up 83 in that deal or the Drew League or whatever. Yeah. Like he deserves a spot. Not that he deserves playing time, but he deserves a spot on an NBA roster. Like, come on now. You know what I mean? So they gave Isaiah Thomas a workout. They gave Matt James, who I don't know who Matt James is. And uh, fucking Darren Collinson. I'm sorry, dude. If you retire, you retire. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that. What are you talking about MJ? He, he walked away and came back. And That's gave people. We're talking about Darren Collinson here. Guy played for the uh, Pacers and then he played for, like, I think the Clippers his last season. He said, I'm retired, man. I want to go hang out with my family. Oh, wait. Let me see if I can go try out for LeBron, Westbrook, AD, Unibrow, Melo. They're, they're looking for a backup point guard. Yeah, but if you retire, you retire. I mean, technically, Carmelo retired for a year, and they brought his ass back. No, but that's a different situation. <laughs> this guy said, hey, I want to go spend time with my family. I'm out. <laughs> that guy, if he's on, if they the Lakers sign him, dude. No, I, you can't. I, I, you know, that guy that don't mean. get a ring. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> no, that guy does that. not get a ring. Someone should sign Isaiah Thomas, man. He's yeah, I think he's he's a he's definitely worthy of, of getting a roster spot. Something that I didn't get around to was this big interview. What between KD and and uh, Draymond? Yeah, I saw I saw some some clips of that. Of see, that's where I, that Warriors team was special in the terms of like getting it all together. You know what I mean? Right. In terms of like. It was. It almost was reminiscent of like the Bulls in the documentary with the Bulls of like we don't know as 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 like people and like fans what goes in and goes out every day and what these players have to do. Did you catch it? Did you did you watch it? No, I just saw some clips of of Draymond um, talking about KD and and he was kind of just thinking about some. There was things. the one argument that they had, and I didn't know the I didn't know the answer to it. I don't know if you caught it. No, I don't remember off the top of my head, but it just reminded me of like just what goes in and out of every year and what how hard it is to be an NBA champion, especially when you got superstars, you know, like Draymond Green and Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? Like, goddamn. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, he says Draymond says then you do three years in Golden State, two championships. Would have been three had you not get hurt, had you not got hurt. But in my opinion, after year two, you were over it. You were done with it, and you were on to the next thing. But we had the opportunity to three-peat. And in my mind, what brought you back to Golden State for year three was just the opportunity to three-peat. But it didn't feel right for you. Is that right or wrong? Katie's response. That's interesting because with a lot of people, that's just the talk around me the last few years. And I get what people are saying because the last few years before I got to Golden State, I was just happy to go. I was just happy go lucky, like just bright eyed for the experience, not knowing what was ahead. My first year, I knew exactly what we had to do in order for us to win every night. I knew what my role was to the team. Teams before, I didn't quit. Know my role. Know what my role was every night. Did I have? Did I have to be the scorer? Did I have to be the facilitator? Did I have to make threes? I know exactly what my role was, and I was locked onto it with so much focus and determination to not fuck around every day. And you've seen it. So it doesn't really answer anything. He just goes on to talk about like him and Draymond just got into big fights. KD, I think, you know, after winning a couple rings, 
especially that second one. They could have repeated, yes, but I think KD's better than that. But I don't know if it helped his legacy at all going to the Nets and then teaming up with fucking Harden and Kyrie and Blake Griffin. But so that's what is, everyone's doing nowadays. Right. I think this is my take after a seeing a couple of clips of that and then just how the league has developed into kind of these super teams forming and you joining your friends to go play and and you know win a championship is if you do it for a team that you play for, you know, like I guess the easiest way to say is we see KD in Oklahoma City. They got, you know, he was there for, you know, so many years. They couldn't get it done. He moved to a new team, got it done, won a championship. Now, if he moved, he moved again. Now that he's moved again to the Nets, if he moves again, it's like, all right. But if he stays with Brooklyn for the rest of his career, I'm okay with what he's done in his past because it's how the the league has developed, you know, into these super teams. So I'm I'm reading about it, and I did hear about this question. So the biggest question was that Draymond asked was there how much did our argument against the Clippers drive you to ultimately lead the Warriors? And Katie's whole response was that Steve Kerr, Bob Myers just act like that didn't happen. And he referenced the last dance and the, how Scotty didn't want to take the last shot. And everyone in the locker room was saying, Scotty, that was fucked up. We need you to, we need you to, you know, be big boy, you know, and just either don't take the shot or, you know, be a team player. And so he talked about how they kind of just played it off. And then they wanted to suspend Draymond for a game and Draymond kind of just laughed at him. They wanted Draymond to go apologize to him. Draymond said he would have done that in the first place. Uh, and so they kind of just at the end of it to come to an, that conclusion there was it was more than just them saying sorry to each other, but it's just the organization didn't recognize what was going on. Um, and so they all kind of they both agreed that it was mostly the organization that, you know, sent KD out the door. Which, while Draymond was saying this the whole time, he's still on the team. So he was kind of talking shit about the organization and still the same organization there. But for a fan's view right there, I think they were both beating around the bush because they were both like, yeah, it was pretty much the organization. I think they should have just been like, yo, I should have said that. Like, sorry, like I did fuck up. And that would have been good. I think the, I mean, last thing to say on this, but I think really, honestly, truly, the Warriors knew that they rented out KD for one, two, three years. You know, that's all they knew we were getting. They weren't – he wasn't going to be a franchise player. They knew he, they were just renting them out for a couple of years to help win a championship. So I think that's pretty much what – from the top down is what we saw. You know, you can't upset Kevin Durant because he's going to be able to help you win championships. And he's not – you're going to have to deal with this in a couple of years – Draymond obviously is going to probably play the rest of his career there. But right. I guess with that, we will uh, have this episode come to a wrap. I'm a namaste. These fools out of here if that's how I would do. Namaste, man to man on TikTok. Check us out. Peace.